You're listening to an opinion story on the audio version of The Taiyi. Thanks for listening. The Taiyi is a nonprofit newsroom that is funded by our audience. So if you appreciate this article and you'd like to help us do more, head on over to support.thetaiyi.ca and become a Taiyi builder. You choose the amount to give, and you can cancel any time. Please advise. Is Poilivre's cool factor climbing? By Steve Burgess, August 28, 2023. Editor's note, Steve Burgess is an accredited spin doctor with a PhD in centrifugal rhetoric from the University of SASE, situated on the lovely campus of P.O. Box 7650, Cayman Islands. In this space, he dispenses PR advice to politicians, the rich and famous, the troubled and well-heeled, the wealthy and gullible. Dear Dr. Steve, Pierre Polyev has undergone a bit of a makeover. He has taken off his glasses and doffed the white shirt and tie in favor of t-shirts. It seems to go hand-in-hand with the new ad campaign portraying him as a family man. Is this smart politics, Dr. Steve? Signed. Pierre Cardin. Dear PC. Define yourself before your opponent defines you, it's a cardinal rule of politics, for good reason. Defining is a hell of a lot easier than redefining. Once the public gets a sense of who you are it can be like a handprint in cement. Altering that initial impression is tough. So is Poilever's print fixed and dried? Is it too late for a wet cement reset? Poilivre has been in Parliament since 2004 and Conservative leader since 2022. He is not exactly Peggy Sawyer in 42nd Street, you're going out a youngster, but you're coming back a star. One might assume Poilivre's image must be rock-hard by now, an adamantine cast of a petty, caustic political knife-fighter with a fondness for fringe views and the fringy folk who espouse them. Yet the next federal campaign will be Poilever's first as opposition leader. The truth is most Canadians do not pay a whole lot of attention in political off-years, or during campaigns, for that matter. There might still be time for Petty Pete to recast himself as personable Pierre. If Poilever wants a real makeover though, there's an ideal way to do it, just get himself booked at Atlanta's Fulton County Jail. When Donald Trump finally got his mug shot last Thursday, he was allowed to self-report his height and weight. The results were spectacular. Trump listed himself as 6 feet, 3 inches tall, and 215 pounds. Forget Ozempic, forget SlimFast, this is the greatest weight loss program of all time. It was quickly pointed out online that Trump's fantasy stats gave him the same height and weight as, among others, Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson. If so, that's scary news for Jackson. He'd better hit the gym. Poilever probably doesn't want the kind of makeover that includes a mug shot. Former BC Premier Gordon Campbell got both, albeit years apart. Back in the 1996 campaign, the BC United leader pulled out a guitar and remade himself into Guitar Gord, the singing suit. The involuntary police portrait followed in 2003 when he was arrested in Hawaii for a DUI. From Campbell to Trump is a story in itself, the evolution of the political mug shot. Campbell wore a rather goofy grin in a couple of those Hawaiian souvenir snaps. Say what you like about the former BC premier, but he clearly hadn't been practicing his mug shot face in the mirror. 
Trump on the other hand, had obviously been brushing up on Dirty Harry slash Rambo slash Robocop impressions in preparation for his big photo shoot. One wonders if there is a contact sheet full of outtakes from whatever Yusef Karsh wannabe was operating the Fulton County camera. Trump is attempting to transform the mug shot from a before picture to an after. As for Poilever's remake, it is taking a more traditional route, including an ad campaign portraying him as a domestic softie. The point of the ads, at least one of which is narrated by his wife Anna Ida, is to paint a picture of Poilever as a great family man, one who probably never accuses his own children of being a hoity-toity chattering class of special interest groups. Poilivra once told reporters, Oh come on, I'm a very nice guy. For the ads though, they needed to find someone else to say that. His wife seems to have agreed. We were not privy to the negotiations. Can Poilivra's makeover work? Possibly. But the tricky part of the cosmetic business is always the person underneath. Once again, a Trump comparison comes to mind. Trump's pre-trial release conditions in the Washington indictment dictate that he must not attack or intimidate witnesses or others involved in the case, on social media or elsewhere. This is like proclaiming, the above-mentioned canine shall not bark at the doorbell, chase squirrels, or lick his own genitals. Poilivra too may be a prisoner of his own instincts. All the styling and contact lenses and soft tinkly piano soundtracks will be for naught if Poilivra starts in about vaccine tyranny or some such thing. His motto may well be the old Bill Clinton reminder, it's the economy, stupid. But meanwhile Pierre and his pals will be pushing a lot of juicy if stupid culture war stuff. And when that doorbell rings Poilivra might just start barking, sending all the soft and cuddly image-making down the drain. For now, the glasses have come off. Next, it might be the mask. Thanks for stopping by the Taiyi today. Anytime you're in the mood to listen to important stories written well, we'll be here. And if you'd like to keep independent media going strong, head over to the Taiyi.ca and click on the Support Us button to pitch in. Finally, big, big thank you to all of our Taiyi builders who made this story possible.